Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Tornado Tag Podcast. We are here. This is 116. We're uh, zooming along here. After we hit that 100 mark, we're just doing things here. Uh, we have so much to talk about, um, but we have a guest on today we'll get to in a minute. But first, I want to thank our sponsors, Abaddon Tattoo Studio, a unique professional experience nestled in the small town of Pine Grove, Pennsylvania, and now in the big city of Pottsville, Pennsylvania. They provide high-quality tattoos and piercings in a relaxed, professional, and sterile environment. You can check the uh, link tree below, go to their website, it'll take you to their link tree, uh, I mean, sorry, to their Instagram, where all of their artists are hyper-tagged. You can check out all their great uh, talented artists over there and pick out a tattoo and have some fun. Um, we also have our Patreon, which is $1 or $5. Right now, it's only general support. Um, we are working to possibly get some more content up there for you now, but if you would like to support the podcast, you can do the Patreon or on our link tree as well. There is a donation tab. You can throw us a donation if you choose to. Um, we want to thank Tommy B, the Tree of Life Metaphysical Shop, High Rith in Other Words uh, podcast, Jay, and Austin Blackwell. So that's our Patreon. That's going to pay, pay the bills, hopefully. Uh, and also, we do have merchandise if you want to grab some cool hats, T-shirts. Uh, we just got hats in. T oh, look at that stupid face on his shirt. Uh, I'm actually wearing my stupid face as well. I didn't realize I was wearing. That's um, like triple inception of me going on. Um yeah, you can get t-shirts, stickers, fanny packs, all that fun stuff is all over there at our merch page. But uh, no Brian tonight. He is, he is away. Uh, no Andy tonight. But the Kilowatt is going to jump in and help me here because I thought he'd be a great addition to this interview because we're talking to Nick from a... He's the promoter of Wrestle Wave or Wrestle Rave. I'm sorry. Wrestle Rave, which is out of Houston, Texas. And he's going to tell us about his company and uh, about their first ever promotion going on. Um, I will have their links when we go and it's you can check their link as well. But also going across the bottom there is going to be their Eventbrite. So you can go buy tickets and uh and show them some support and love and um let's get into it nick how you doing doing well just uh finished about a uh, nine hour shift over at uh, my real job and uh just came back home rushed back home and well here i am today <laughs> nice so we'll ask you the typical wrestling podcast question what made you get into wrestling <laughs> funny you ask that because i i get asked that question so many times by normal people and i say normal people because i have a lot of friends who do not watch wrestling who um don't despise it but don't necessarily get it um but i remember vividly um i was probably i can't remember i was probably eight years old and i still remember the uh the old box tv that i had in my parents room and i was just literally flipping on channels couldn't figure out anything to watch and all of a sudden and i will remember it as vividly as day they were it was the opening segment of monday night raw and the monday night raw that it came on it was the week after um evolution had turned on randy orton and they were showing this vignette yeah the vignette of the thumbs up thumbs down and they were just beating up randy orton and bloodied him up and as an eight-year-old i had never seen anything like this before in my life I was like, oh my God, Like, what is this? I have to see what's next. And then came the infamous segment where Triple H is saying, uh, you got to give me back your title. I made you. I created you. And Orton comes back, spits him in the face, hits him with the title, runs in the crowd, and then I was hooked. And so, I kept on watching. And I kept on watching uh, since that episode of Raw. I don't remember the exact day, but I know it was 2004. <laughs> so is Randy Orton your favorite? Yes, he probably is up in there in the top top favorites. Uh, I know he gets shot on a lot nowadays, and some people think he's a 
you know, not the uh, quote unquote indie favorite, but uh, I still maintain that pound for pound, Randy Orton is probably in ring the best in ring performer um, of this generation. Uh, okay, I, I I know I used to not be a huge Randy guy. Um, I thought he took himself too seriously. I, I he bothered me pretty bad, and I was like, oh, you know, you know, I'm not a big fan. And then I got to watch him in a dark match where we're from in Pennsylvania, and it was him and AJ, and they were testing out um, their Mania match in, during the dark matches. And this is around the same time where Randy Orton's wife um, videotaped him from the garage of him outside playing basketball with his kids, and he was twerking. You remember yeah. that? You remember that video? So, uh, dark match. I move as close to the front as I can without getting in trouble. And uh, Randy comes out and does his pose on the top rope, and his music cuts off. And I go twerk, and he just kind of looks at me. And then AJ comes out, and then they do like a little pose off, and I start to twerk Chen again. I go Randy twerk, like twerk twerk, and Randy just kind of gets up with the turnbuckle and just looks dead in my eyes and just gives me the you motherfucker look. Uh, he actually melts it to me. And then uh, the whole crowd and AJ's like, come on, come on, do it. So like be- like 15 <laughs> minutes before the match started, they Randy's twerking in, in the middle of the ring in front of a dark match crowd. Um, and then after Randy twerks, they were like, Kyoto's like, let's go, let's go. <laughs> and uh, I start the your turn AJ chant. So then AJ had to stop and start twerking. Um, so then they're, Kyoto's like, come on, let's go. And then we started the Mike Kyoto chant, <laughs> and he refused. He just went up on the turnbuckle and gave us a stone cold pose, and that's the closest we got. And then the match finally started. And even during the match, you kept looking over at me like he had he had a, a AJ in the tur- uh, in the middle rope DDT, and he was yeah. holding AJ there, and he looked at me and like twerked his butt and DDT'd him. <laughs> so ever since that day, I was like, all right, he doesn't take himself as seriously as I think he does. He's actually a pretty good guy, and I- I've been a fan. No, I know. Yeah, I love, I've always loved his work. Um, I just like. Uh, I know it's not a, the uh, the most. I just like the fact that Randy Orton like is just like every move he does is just the crispest, most nice maneuver. Just everything, and he is better than he lets on. Sometimes I do think he. Uh, I don't want to say half asses, but I think goes through the motions sometimes because yeah. he's Randy Orton and he can. Yeah, absolutely. But him at his best, I think there's hardly anything. I just realized you're from the Houston area, and I, I believe this beer that I'm drinking, it's called, it's a, well, not the beer, but the glass, is a brewery called Spindle Tap. I believe they're yes. out of Houston. I believe so. I'm not too familiar with them. But this one this one is actually their wrestling series, and uh, it's the Shawn Michaels, Superkick, and Ric Flair. I mean, that As is you beautiful. told me, Houston, I was like, I think this glass is from Houston. Spindle Tap does sound familiar. I'm not. Too, I'm not too familiar with them, uh, but there's like a thousand breweries in Houston. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, Spindle Tap is a very pro wrestling fan f- friendly one. They had a Stone Cold beer, and like this whole glass series was Sean Flair. Well, Sean and Flair are the same. Flair. I mean, Piper, Stone Cold, and I believe Undertaker. I could be wrong though. Nice. But uh, well, let's get into this. So. Um, you know, starting off at a young age for fall wrestling your whole life, uh, you know, starting this promotion, you said, you know, you, you kind of told me off camera that this is something you've tried before in the past of starting your own, com- your own company. Yeah. So, uh, I was about 16 and thinking that, Oh, I can be, and I was just getting into indie wrestling and, uh, got some of the tapes, got some of the, like the PWGs and the CZWs and all those, you know, the bigger, bigger league ones. And just thought, wow, this is pretty cool. I mean, I don't see why we can't do this. And at the time, the Texas area was not booming like it is now. Like So now Texas, I don't know if you've noticed, but there's been just a lot of boom in this Texas area. Now yeah. everyone come here. 
back when I was a kid, there was nothing here, like hardly anything here. Well, the big uh, one, the big one that comes to our attention, and we're all the way in Pennsylvania, is definitely Mission Pro, right? Yeah, Mission Pro, definitely. They've been coming up, coming up big uh, as of late. But you have Mission Pro, you have New Texas Pro, who's on IWTV as well. Um, heavy Metal Wrestling is another good one, and just countless others mm-hmm. um, kind of formed this new Texas um, pro wrestling scene. But yeah, um, so I thought at a young age, I was like, you know what, I could do this. Um, but the only problem was uh, I didn't have any money. So um, I had talked to my stepdad, who is um, who was um, at the time, you know, he was a retired businessman, made you know a lot of money in business. He sold firearm or uh, shotgun shells and kind of manufactured them and made a fortune, and uh, really was big on the business side. So I thought to you know take advantage of that and kind of learn. Um, and he said, uh, "I'll give you a loan as long as you can figure out how to make a profit." Um, and I was like, oh, that shouldn't be too hard. How much does a ring cost? Like what? A hundred bucks? If you're getting one from Toy Stars, Toys R, Toys R Us, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we talked about real quickly that rings itself was like 800 bucks. And then a venue itself was like another 500, 800 bucks at best. And, and then you got to get talent and then you got to get some semblance of a drawing talent, which aren't cheap. You got to buy those hot dogs to pay the talent. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and yeah, we were just kind of figuring. We were like weighing over our head. And we're like, yeah, we're not, we're not gonna do this. This well, is, this is. Well, the fact that you were given the opportunity with even a loan to do this at the age of sixteen and having that drive is is a great starting point. Yeah, um, we never did get that loan because we couldn't figure out a way to make profit. But uh, as you see, um, the kind of the cir- the story kind of circled back. Um, into kind of the present day and uh we'll get into that i guess we can get into that whenever whenever you like it's, it's your show your your direction so yeah well there's a there's a kid in our area now who's you know 15 16 years old and he he started his own little record label and he, he puts together music shows and stuff like that um so to be at that age and realizing that you have somewhat of a business mind and you want to put over talent and you want to do your chase your dreams uh the fact that that loan was even presented to you with the ambition that you were going to do your research and even go those steps to find out how much all that would cost and to go through those steps. Uh, it shows a lot of determination and passion in this for you at that age to kind of put aside being a kid to uh, to take those steps. So a lot of respect for you. Yeah, I definitely wanted to make sure that it was still fun because there's no point in doing anything if it's not fun. But even that little, I think it was like a summer that we just said like, you know what, let's look into it. And let's just see if we can. It was me and my brother. He was probably about like what twelve or thirteen. I don't even remember. Could you? <laughs> this is not putting you down, sixteen no. and twelve year old brother yourself. But could you imagine like somehow you guys pulled this off, right? You got the venue, you got the ring, everything's good, and then like the talent shows up, and they're just like, "All right, who's the boss?" And they're like, "What?" <laughs> well, I mean, you, you guys have heard of Matt and Jeff Hardy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've heard. Yeah, I've heard. yeah, yeah. It could happen. It, it can happen, no. but could you imagine like someone walking in and be like, this 12 year old is like, you got three minutes on your match and get the hell out of there. Yeah. <laughs> I would that'd be great. It'd be, yeah, it'd be totally, yeah, it'd be totally great. I, I mean, um, it's a wrestling business, so I would not be shocked if like, you know, there was some politics with a 12 year old. And uh, <laughs> I'll give yeah, you, I will give you a bag of penny candy if I can be your champ. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's not the first or the last time that story has popped up at least once. No yeah. Impressive. I, I love the drive though at a young age, and it, it's definitely going to translate. I think as the story goes, uh, take it to take us to present day now. 
Uh, so present day, not to kind of put everything in a somber mood, but it's kind of, I, I feel like it's important for the story because uh, my stepdad has been diagnosed with stage four colon cancer uh, since 2017. Actually, right now, as sad as it is, he's actually in the hospital as we speak right now mm-hmm. with a bowel obstruction for it. Um, so um, we just kind of started talking one day. And actually, the main reason why, because I remember I called back to him, I was like, because we found this venue. It's uh, this. It's called the Premier Arena. And big shout out to them because they are been great partners. They've been great to us. Um, the, if you notice, that's the building that GCW just ran um, with the Loco Wrestling, which is another very good indie uh, up and coming here in this area. They're running the Premier Arena, which this Premier Arena is owned by a guy named uh, Jerry uh, Heathcock. And he charges, and it's a ring, stage, lighting, everything that you see in the building, and it's like 500 bucks, the whole thing. Does he travel? Can he pick up the whole building and come to Pennsylvania? Because we can use a few of those. I, unfortunately, um, unfortunately, the building is not travelable, but <laughs> it's, a little warehouse. it's a little warehouse about six miles outside of downtown Houston, which, you know, prime location. Um, it's in a prime location outside of downtown. And yeah, they've just, and if you want to talk about a big reason why the indie scene is kind of popping now, especially in the Houston area is because of that arena. It's kind of like, you do, it's kind of like in a way our ECW arena, like kind of like everyone runs that as their, as their venue. Is there any, so no, <laughs> I don't want to put people under, but like in Pennsylvania, if we had an arena like that, it would quickly be swooped up and be like, no, this is exclusively for our company only. Other companies can't be here. Uh, this is this like that. It's very territorial sometimes in our area. It, it is that, but it seems it doesn't seem to be the case for this arena. They let everybody run out of it. Oh yeah, they let everyone pretty much run out of it, and that's kind of the good thing about the. Uh, I, I don't know if it's just like the Southern hospitality thing or just the Texas thing or whatever it is, um, but everyone is just so. And that's another thing. I'm just going to highlight uh, Kiefer Bartek, um, Jaime Martinez. I mean, just so many guys. Scott Bruce with RWR. Um, just all these guys have helped us. And like giving us advice and not just, not just like trying to like put us down or put us under, um, because I think they all realize like, you know, the more promotions that come in and the more good promotions that do come in, it's going to make money for all of us. And and I think you would even, I think even now you can even go see on IWTV. They, um, new Texas actually just put on the Texas indie showcase and it literally had nine promotions, nine all working together for one big show um, at that premier arena. So that's kind of the way it is down here. Just everyone is willing to work with each other, um, make everyone better, develop their own talent. As long as you pay the boys, treat the boys right, um, and pretty much don't be a creep, then yeah, you're pretty much accepted by uh, the pro wrestling world. Around I here. love that. I think we need to make a we need to make a trip to Texas, Alex. It's not like a fun a fun place to hang out and go see some shows. Sounds pretty I mean, cool. hey, well, I mean, we uh, Dallas this year. I was just gonna say we uh, we have been invited. We may be going to Dallas this year, so well, there you we'll go. have to we'll have to meet up, man. That'd be cool. Hell yeah, well, hopefully in that in that uh, whenever that time comes. Yeah, definitely. Definitely be down there for Dallas. Just don't know what team we'll be on. Yeah, I'll be down there for <laughs> Dallas too. Probably not. Probably more pleasure than business. But uh, I'll, right. I'll, 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 I will try my hardest not to wear my uh, my sports team stuff down there. But it's gonna be very, very hard not to. I'm just gonna be honest. Oh yeah, y'all affiliate. Yeah, y'all, y'all no. may get. Shot. I y'all am not. Get- I am not an Eagles fan though. 
Well, I'm not, you, are, you, you might get shot down. I, I am not an Eagles fan. I am a, I, I, and I and I like to go to Philadelphia wearing my team stuff as well, which is just as bad. I'm in the same division. I am a Washington fan. So, uh, oh, the good old football team. Yeah, the good old football team, baby. Uh, <laughs> but don't if people listening from Texas, don't hold it against me. But you know, you know, if you know, you know, right? We want Dallas. Listen, I mean, if it makes you feel any better, I'm a Texans fan, so I'm no, pretty no, much no. miserable for. Ever, yeah. Which is probably why I went to wrestling even for even closer. Absolutely. Do you have any questions, Alex? As as we're get, we're we're so far into this. Uh, not not quite yet. Okay. Uh, I, I I did have some, but they were all answered. So yeah, I love it. I like it. All right. So uh, it is it is good, and I, you know it's it's a shame to hear about what's going on with your stepdad. But I think uh, I think overall, big picture, I think he set these. The, the path in the right way for you and your brother to get your drive and your motivation and, and to do your research and realizing that starting a venture like this is not going to be easy. And just, just even giving a kid or anyone at that matter, the, the, uh, I believe in you, here's a, whatever I can do to help, uh, puts a lot of motivation on someone to do their, to do their craft. You know, um, I got to listen to an in a podcast with uh, Renee and she had an Emilio Sparks, who is a podcaster slash producer, and he enjoyed what he did and he liked what he do he what he was doing, um, but he didn't have really good equipment, and he had someone who really really believed in him. And this person was a father, he was a husband, he was he was you know a professional wrestler, he was doing everything he could to get by, and uh, he Emilio opened up his package one day that was sitting out in front of his house, and he opened it. And it was filled with podcast equipment, and in the note it just says, "Hey man, I believe in you, do it." And that man was Brody Lee. You know what I mean? So the fact that someone's willing to go out of your way to to not just family or anybody, just to kind of say like, hey, I believe in you, even though like he probably thought at a young age, like it's not going to get done, but he instilled in your head like the, the research, the work ethic, all of that, just by giving you that opportunity, like this is yours if you can do, if you could prove to me you, you can do it. And uh, huge kudos to your stepdad and, and uh, mm-hmm. I hope everything turns out well and uh, I'm sure you're going to make him proud. Thank you. That means a lot. Yeah. Um, so let, let's kind of like promote your, your, your big show, your first show a little bit. Um, I wanted to ask you about like the talent that you have coming up on the show and That's like a cast of characters. Definitely. <laughs> so when you, when you're coming to like cast your first show, how, how do you look for talent? Like, did you have talent in mind that you're already a fan of on the scene or how did you develop that or go about searching for them? So the whole concept of what we wanted to try to do was I've always – see, I was a uh, I was a fraternity kid. Uh, I know. Polo – I know. It tracks. Yeah. It kind of – it kind of – it's not too surprising. But anyway, so what I would do is I noticed like, God, I'm watching WrestleManias and all these shows. I'm watching them by myself. I might as well – you know, invite people over and I'll get a case of beer and some pizza and some wings and we'll just have make a fucking party out of it. Can, you, can I cuss on this thing? Absolutely. Sure yeah. Okay. Sure okay. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I just decided to make a party of it and, you know, bribe them with some natty lights and some little Caesar's pizza because we were cheap college kids at that time. Um, yeah. And I remember particularly, it would always, always the biggest parties would be for WrestleMania because, you know, it's WrestleMania. Um, and, not even knowing it, I would notice what these absolute these people who laughed at me, who made fun of me for how could you like wrestling? It's so stupid. It's so fake. It's so phony. 
you know, all the cliche mm-hmm. arguments. Mm-hmm. Some, t- some of them, though, were into it. Um, because, you know, they were there, they were getting drunk, and they were into it. And I would try to notice what kind of stuff they were into. Um, for instance, um, not that my promotion is going to be like this, but, you know, they had women out there. So, of course, the douchey frat boys like the women being <laughs> It helps, um, yeah, for sure. It does help. But um, hardcore matches, death matches, they love, they were inter- they couldn't take their eyes off of it. Um, the flippy stuff, they could not take their eyes off of it. They didn't really care for, you know, as much as I do, the real art of professional wrestling, which is the storytelling, because they don't really understand it. They understand more of, like, spots and sure. just stuff that's going to excite them. So that was kind of the vision, is trying to kind of find the perfect mesh of, and it may sound cliche, because I'm sure, if, um, in a way, every indie promotion, I think, kind of does this in a way, into their own, their own uh, way or method, but um, have enough stuff to satisfy the diehard wrestling fan, but have enough stuff that would keep, you know, the average, you know, average whatever person um, into it. And I fully believe that, um, you know, and I brought friends to wrestling shows who hate wrestling, but they always say, I've never had a person ever say, I had a bad time at a wrestling show, as bad as a wrestling show is. I mean, I've taken friends to Monday Night Raws over the last couple of years that were god off, mm-hmm. and they still had, and they still had a blast. Yeah. So, the live experience of wrestling is so much better than the TV aspect of it. And if I could get enough things to make them say "Wow," who knows? Maybe I can get enough. And that's kind of what the music act is there for too: is to bring in another crowd, um, especially with that niche EDM kind of thing. EDM is not my thing. I'm a classic rock guy, right. but. I kind of realized that that EDM base is much like a pro wrestling base. Like it's just a very hardcore, visceral, um, diehard, travels anywhere kind of group. Mm-hmm. So what better way? And no one was really kind of doing it around here, trying to think of different stuff to do. Um, let's say, well, let's just have a music act with our wrestling. And it's oh, easier yeah. to pay, and then not no knock to the uh, EDM person, but it's easier to pay one DJ than it is a six piece band or a five piece, four piece band. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, like, uh, basically, you've done something brilliant, which is taking a page out of Roddy Roddy Piper's book. Uh, if you ever saw, I don't remember the name of the movie, but it was about rock and roll and wrestling. It was band like a, a wrestling show that toured with a concert and. Uh, it was just brilliant to me. I've always wanted to do that, but like, soon, baby. I, I could. I, 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 well, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, I I couldn't pull it off myself. But uh, that that's such a cool concept. And uh, if only are, are if you, only you knew someone who had so much connection with local music and fans, and you and you covered the wrestling side of things. Man. This is this is true. But no, it's cool because like now you say that like the wrestle rave makes total sense to me, and it's mm-hmm. really awesome. Um, yeah, we were trying to think of names, and that was kind of the only one that really stuck. Was like Wrestle Rave, Wrestle. It kind of has a nice little ring to it, but how are we going to make it a rave? It's like, yeah. oh, we got to get a music guide. So there. what you need to do is you need to challenge oh, your yeah. challenge your, your your DJ to maybe do mixes and actually play the wrestlers down to the ring. Yeah, well, like play their music, or like even like between like matches, like throw a little like you know riff out there. That I mean, I just. I think the whole thing being a party is pretty damn cool. Mm-hmm. That's kind um, of the, that's kind of the method. It, the method, honestly, is kind of like a bring a pro, pretty much have a college frat party yeah, with a wrestling yeah. ring in it. Love it. 
Are you looking for an all-age uh, family show? Or are you looking to maybe go for more of a mature audience? Well, we know he books Sadika, so... Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of hard. I mean, as much Don't as I... Don't beat us up. Don't beat us up. I mean, as hard as it is, as much as I would love everyone to be accepted in this, I could understand why parents may be uh, hesitant to bring uh, kids to a death match, per se. Sure. Uh, sure. So... You know, we're not going to be upfront mature, but we're going to be, I guess, naturally mature, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Sure. It, it is nice. Yeah. It, sometimes when you go to wrestling shows and like, and your crowds are a little more your ECW eccentric, where they're chanting maybe a little bit of profanities, uh, it is sure. a lot easier for a crowd to uh, not so much sit on their hands for a family-friendly show and kind of get up and get involved. And sometimes when kids are there, I mean, I remember being a kid one time, nothing, nothing better than saying, you know, the F word with Stone Cold Steve Austin or throwing out some crotch chops, you know? Right. Well, I mean, yeah, we just had a show last night, last night, or not last night, but this weekend. It was like probably like a 12-year-old kid. And it was like, you fucking suck. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> Dude, it, there's nothing better. Especially how you were saying before when you take a friend with you who is not a professional wrestling fan. And by the third or fourth match, they're screaming because they're invested. Like, they're like, kick his fucking head. You're like, yes, he's hooked. Like, you, it's nothing better. That actually reminds me of a funny story. So we, uh, another Texas show that we went to, I took a group of six friends that I scammed them into coming to this wacky little show. It was in some some kind of bingo hall. I don't even know where it was. Some armory. And the big top draws on this card, get this, were Luke Gallows. Uh, it ran actually by Sir Mo of Mission of Men on a Mission, if you remember that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually his promotion. And it had Luke Gallows, uh, Sin Bodhi, and Enzo Amore made any surprise appearance. That's awesome. I actually heard a funny thing about Luke Gallows last night on our car, on my car ride home that you fell asleep during. I think I heard this. Is Luke Gallows, sell, he used to sell an 8x10 of himself doing a big boot, but he doesn't, but it, his testicles hanging out in the 8x10, and he just tells people that he had gum on his shorts, but it's actually his testicle. That just shows you how awesome Luke Gallows is. Oh, no, Luke Gallows is the cool, coolest motherfucker. He's awesome. I fucking love Luke Gallows. Anyway, so Simbo. Uh, <laughs> Back getting back on uh, from Luke Gallo's nutsack, for a minute. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Kinzarni was at ha- old Kinzarni Simbody was having this hardcore match, and my friend, my drunk friend, he was getting fucked up at this point. Love it, you ain't shit, clown boy, you ain't shit, just screaming at him for like 20 minutes, had to be at least 20 minutes. And he was doing a spot where he had a pie tin with thumbtacks. And he was going to do the whipped cream and slam it in the guy's face. Um, so that's, he had, a, that's so, a spot. Yeah, I've never seen that one before. Haven't seen that one since. But very clever. Um, Did he actually so, go for the face? Yeah, he was going to go for the face. What if that catches an eye? Jesus. I, I mean, oh. it's, not, it's not me taking it. So oh, my I mean, oh, my God. It was. I don't even remember who the guy was. But anyway. He's not um, blind. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> so anyway. Uh, but Sin tries to um, squirt him with the uh, with the whipped cream because he's in the front. We're all in the front. We have all this like VIP table, and we're all sitting there. And he tries to squirt him with the uh, whipped cream, and he misses. 
and behind him is our friend Mackenzie, who's getting married next, or getting married on the twenty eighth. So my other friend. So shout out to them. Congratulations. Hope you have a great day. Yeah, congratulations to them. Um, she gets. She is in now. She's dressed up like she's going out to a club. She has no idea how to dress up for a wrestling show. Told her she's way too overdressed. And she gets this whipped cream all over her club attire, all over her stuff. Which I'm sure, she, which I'm sure sparked a chant from the old wrestling crowd. No, it actually did not. I oh, guess no one, thought, no one else. This was a very kid friendly show. This is a kid friendly show, believe it or not. Oh wow. Yes, I, I guess our show can be kid friendly if we're going to have pythons with tacks in them. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so she gets squirted all with this whipped cream and it was just, uh, it was just, a we just died laughing. So it was a good time and, you know, got to meet sin afterwards and he was awesome. So yeah, that was a, that's a good little, good little story there. Now going into your promotion here, have you ever gone to or connected with, or maybe kind of behind been behind the scenes at other shows or worked with other promotions to kind of see what it's a little bit of behind the scenes is like before you kind of venture into this? I did a couple of them just helping out doing like some interviews or some photography and stuff like that. Did a couple of them, but um, kind of just saw all the chaos that actually goes into running a wrestling show. And uh, still it didn't deter me from uh, ever wanting to, to do it. I knew I at least wanted to do it once, yeah. I guess just to kind of say that I did it. I, I can, cause like just the reason I asked, I, I did a music festival and I've never been to a music festival, and I've never really been behind the stage of a band or seeing the behind-the-scenes thing and just kind of ran a festival to see how it went. And it worked, but, like, I, I couldn't imagine, like, I've been to wrestling shows, and the first time I got to be behind the curtain and kind of see the magic happen and, like, the people working on their matches and the and the talent, like, work talking to each other and being with each other and, and seeing that family atmosphere... Um, I couldn't imagine starting out and never having that experience first, you know, because I think one of the biggest things you have to do when you're doing a promotion, and this is kind of what I'm going to lead into uh, with this question is how do you build, and I know it's a gimmick and I know people, sometimes it's it's truth and I know sometimes promoters legit mean it, and, but every promotion tries to say it and tries to go with it is when you're part of our locker room, we want you to be part of this family. Um, how, how are you, like, how are you going to instill that into your locker room too going forward? good question um so yeah we just kind of want to just make sure that everyone feels comfortable everyone i mean we have an open door i mean i'm trying i don't take myself too seriously i just want to be an open door if you have an issue or if you have a question you know here's my phone number i'm that kind of guy cool like just like text me give me a shout out uh, no there's no such thing as a stupid question um so yeah if you have a question if you have and you know i'm not expecting you know you to you know go out of your way to promote my show i just want you to come in come in on time you know you get your money before you go out in the match because i know there's a lot of problems um with you know i know there's a lot of problems with people not getting their money so uh, i want to make sure that that uh worry is out of the way uh you come in you know we got a case you know if you want a case of beer got some you know got some coke got a little catering plate or something just want to try to make them feel as comfortable as possible and then go out there and have a kick-ass match and entertain the crowd awesome man well let's uh let's pull up the poster here so uh yeah. there it is wrestle rave uh emerge and see see you're emerging you're coming through the first one here um so let's yeah, I want to make sure we got that little hospital gimmick going on too i like sure. it i like it a lot um so let's make the poster yeah sorry who who is your graphic I have actually no idea what his name is. We found him on Fiverr, and he did it for 30 bucks. Oh, nice. He did all your graphics? 
He did all of our graphics for thirty bucks. That's the, wow, that's a deal. That's some good work. That is really good yeah, work. Yeah, that's that's a that's a big thing trying to find uh, trying to find people that can uh, can do this for a cheap price. And yeah, we got lucky. He's uh he's been. I'm not. Too, uh, my brother's actually the one who handled all that. So I'm not really too sure what his name was. Um, but yeah, he did a pretty good. I think he did a pretty good job. We've got a lot of compliments on that poster. Oh, absolutely. I like it a lot. I'll cover my face and let you guys be talking here. Oh, yeah, let's do that. All right. So, uh, great poster. Um, let's, uh, let's talk about some of your sponsors you have here. Sure thing. Uh, you see that triangle looking one that is the Queens takeover podcast. Uh, three wonderful women, uh, over there. They do a podcast over there. Uh, let me actually pull up their social just in case you want to go follow them on Twitter. Um, they if, you're, if, if they ever listen to this, we're always down to collaborate. We love talking and, and hanging out with other podcasts and hearing their stories. Of course, they are at QT Bow Down. They are the Queen's Takeover podcast. Um, they are also affiliates of Fight TV and Gamefly. And uh, yeah, they just do a re- they do a weekly wrestling show, talk about uh, all the happenings in pro wrestling. And uh, can you say their, their 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 Twitter one more time, please? Sure thing at QT Bow Down, like Bow Down. Oh, we're already following each other. Oh well, there you go. I have no idea how that happened, but we're following each other already. Well, there you go. They've been they have been just a super help. They were actually our first sponsors, so they get a real real round of applause from us. Um, and they will be they will actually be the hosts of our little pre rave party that will actually occur on uh, on the show day. So they are going to be they're going to be a great big help. But yeah, is, is this being filmed for people who can't make it that day to then go back and watch? We do actually plan on filming the show. We have a nice girl. Her name is Allison. She's going to be uh, filming the show, um, and then we are going to have it edited by the great by uh, Scott Clayton, who's a great producer over at Stage Media, um, and they're going to produce it and uh, and uh, hopefully get it out on uh, YouTube and hopefully spread the word on the show. And uh, we actually want to do a limited edition. Try to uh, burn it on some VHS tapes and get some cool VHS art. Nice, get, like, cool old school tape tape for it. So we want to try a lot of cool, a lot of cool, unique ideas, and just you know throw them at the wall and see if they stick. That's Perfect. kind of the whole method. Uh, the other sponsor here, uh, that is the King of Solar Screens. It's a local, uh, local, uh, pro, local company here in. Um, here in Houston, they uh, obviously they deal a lot with uh, window screening and things like that. Uh, they are a big big uh, supporter over at Reality Wrestling. That's a uh, Booker T's uh, training school. If you're familiar with them, and, absolutely. Uh, my one of my favorite wrestlers on the planet came out of that school. I'm a huge Ember Moon fan. Yes, they're going to talk about Mike Orlando wrestling there. Now Ember Moon is that's the <laughs> that's the goat right there. She is. Yeah, look, she is I mean. Awesome. Again, we're going back to the Texas wrestling scene. I mean, Booker T's reality wrestling is a big part of why um, this, uh, why the Texas boom has really happened. But yeah, they've been big. They've been very big helps with us as well. And uh, they are the king of solar screens. If you're in the Houston area and you need a fifty-five dollar each screen, that's how much they charge. They're really, really affordable and. Uh, yeah, and they're willing to help out your customers. Nice. Now, do you have any other sponsors before I get to the next graphic? Uh, yeah, we can. Uh, well, actually, we can. Uh, we got humblebeans.com uh, or humblebeanscompany.com. Uh, they're a nice little coffee company. They're on Facebook at Humble Beans Co. Um, they've been also very supportive. Uh, let me make sure I get this podcast right. They are the OT slash OB, another Houston based cop. 
podcast on uh, on top on bottom is what that means. Uh, they've been awesome guys over there as well. Um, we've actually just gotten a new sponsor over at uh, Yaklin Brazosport Ford. Uh, David Lackey uh, Sr. over there in the Brazosport Angleton area if you need a new Ford or a used Ford. And let me make sure I, I have all. And uh, as we get along, there were some uh, sponsors for the wrestlers as well that we can get into. I love when promotions do that. That's that's starting to uh, catch on up our way too. Our last the last show we just helped out with had a lot of wrestler sponsors. It's super cool to do that um, yeah. because it helps it helps maybe cover the cost of bringing a talent in, which is really really cool. Um, I would love to in the future when you get keep this going be a sponsor, but unfortunately we're uh, not only myself and Alex. Uh, I do my podcasting. He does his podcasting. But we've joined forces to become actually a production team as well. We actually help film shows, and I am uh, in the process of starting a uh, saving up money for a new camera. So once I get that covered, I'll definitely throw some bucks to you. But to to help with it a little bit, I know I can't help sell tickets, but I can definitely help bring awareness to your company in a different state. Uh, that's why I wanted to really get you on and kind of put this company over. Yeah, and I really appreciate it too. Mm-hmm. All right, and then your your last sponsor here. Oh yeah, Liquid our good old friends over at Liquid Death. Liquid Although, Death. Hell yeah. Mountain Water uh, gave us a nice nice donation, and actually, let me uh, let me see. Can I flip the camera over here? No, well, it doesn't look like I can. But uh, actually, I'll just do this. You see, over there is nice. all cases of Liquid Death ready to pass out to our our lovely VIPs and they will be on for purchase as well at our, um, at our stand. At Liqu- our Liquid De- I know you told me liquid death are big wrestling fans. I would love to have them sponsor. I don't even need money. Just send me water. I so saw I can use one yeah. or two be- in between my other beverages here. It's yeah. good stuff. It's smart. To, did you reach out to them or, uh, yeah, I actually reached yeah. out to them and, uh, they were very cool, very accommodating. Uh, the reason why I found out about them is I was watching IWTV and one of their ads actually popped up and I was like, okay, well, if, oh, they're, wow. on, if they're on IWTV, then they're definitely wrestling fans. Yeah. You're well, not, yeah. not It's really cool because uh, not, I, I don't see a lot of like indie companies being sponsored by big brands anymore. And I, I wouldn't say that they're necessarily a big brand, but they kind of are. Yeah. Um, but I, I remember like, you know, if... Back in like early 2000s, I, I worked with a wrestling company and uh, they were sponsored by Pepsi. And Pepsi would not only sponsor them, they'd give them banners to advertise, but they would give them crates upon crates upon crates of Pepsi products to hand out to the fans. And uh, just it's just a wonderful business. And I, I think, you know, one of the smart things as a promoter is the worst people can say is no, so just ask. That's and why, and why you can never have enough water backstage at a wrestling show. I'm just putting that also, out there. Also true. Jeez. Yeah, and yeah, kind of going back. I mean, all the talent is going to get a free sampling of Liquid Death. Just kind of make them happy as well. And just, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've asked Pop Tarts. I've asked Oreos. I mean, I've asked all the big brands. Oh my god! It. Could you imagine being sponsored? Camp Leapfrog sponsored by Hershey and Oreos for s'mores. Like. Come on. Cool. Yeah. Um, I want to say one other thing about uh, Liquid Death, just from my personal research and the reason why I like their company. Um, they sell it in cans. Um, yes. and, and when you think, you're like, oh, you know, I know there's an aluminum shortage going on right now, but still, aluminum, aluminum is, is, and plastic are both recyclable. But a lot of people, there's a lot of studies showing that sometimes, you know, buying bottles of water in, out of plastic is not good for you. Um, 
when the UV hits the plastic and gets into your water, it can cause problems. And uh, plastic, when thrown in the middle of the oak, like it is, it's causing a lot of pollution and there's so much plastic already out there. Switching to cans, it, it keeps your drink colder longer, keeps it fresher, and uh, it's a lot easier to reuse and put in, put back into the environment when it comes to uh, recycling. So I, I definitely am a fan of the canned water over the bottled. It'll be, it'll be not, yeah, they've been really cool. Uh, definitely didn't have to, uh, didn't have to give us just, just give practically some strangers like, Hey, here's a hundred cans. Yeah. Well, let's get into, uh, your, your entertainment for the night here. So let's talk about, uh, your EDM artist here. Yeah. So that is altruist. He is actually a student over at Texas A&M university and, uh, yeah, he's coming in. Uh, apparently he's a big rising star in the, uh, EDM circuit. Again, I am not, uh, and to be honest, I'm not an e- I'm not too much of an EDM fan. I'm not a- aware, but I do have connections um, from college from people who are producers now that um, kind of linked us up. And uh, he's a good kid, um, and he's going to come in. And I'm pretty I'm not certain if he knows anything about wrestling, but he is excited. He is very looking forward to this, and uh, really likes the idea. Really like the. Uh, I guess the unique setting of not just another show. So he's on board and uh, very excited to be a part of the show. And we're excited to have him to be a part of the show. Does he have any social media you can follow him at? I'm sure he does. He is a 20-something-year-old kid on social media, so it's hard not to nowadays. Uh, He is at Ultras Music on Instagram. That's where he probably is mostly. And uh, he has actually, I believe he has his own website. let me take a look here right quick. He has, he's on Spotify, and you could actually get the WrestleRate tickets right on his uh, link tree. Look well. at him fucking plugging the wrestling show. Throwing on, the, throw on actually, the link tree. I like that. Yeah, I like it. I did not even know that. But, yeah, he's got uh, he's on Spotify. Uh, he just came out with a new song called Player. Um, so, yeah, he is on Spotify if you just want to type in his name, Ultras, and you can listen to some of his shit there. Just just a small little thing like that, just putting like taking it upon yourself as a, someone who's going to perform on a show, um, whether you're in the ring or you're doing music, just to be like, hey, I'm here. Here's how to get tickets. Here's me promoting what I'm going to be at. Major props to that kid. That's that's the small things for me as someone who who is into this is that counts. That goes a long way. Shows that he's yeah. proud to be part of uh, helping your company that day. Definitely. He he wants to bring an audience to you, so he's he's putting it on his link tree for people to listen to his music to come hear him live as also promoting your wrestling show. Big fan of that. And that's also why I think another reason why he uh, is so excited is because he realizes that here's a new here's a new crop of audience that I could potentially get my music out to. So. And and listen, people are out that if people who are making music and he is someone who is making music, wrestling companies are always looking for original music talent are always looking for original music so when they come out to the ring if they're being streamed so this is just something for the future to think about you you get an IWTV you don't have to worry about it because it's on a private server it's on a private thing it's not going out for the world but if you want to stream and put your stuff on YouTube on Facebook or anything like that and someone uses copyrighted music it can take your whole show off their platform or they'll mute your whole show. So you, if you upload a show and someone comes out to a copyrighted song, uh, there goes your whole music. There goes your whole show. Um, and a lot of promoters find that out the hard way. So someone like him who's who makes and creates music, that could be something where a talent can – one of the wrestlers backstage can be like, hey, man, you're good at mixing and making stuff. Can you make me original music? This is my theme. This is what I'm going for. And then he can cross into this world and um, boost himself up that way too. Definitely. 
Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into another match here. <laughs> this is a good one. Oh, yeah. All right. So Jesus De La Rosa versus Santa Chiva, a.k.a. the Holy Goat. So Santa Chiva, fun fact, is a uh, 37-year veteran of the business. Um, just uh, And he's going against uh, Jesus De La Rosa, part of the heavy metal pro wrestling school. Very two talented guys. Uh, Santa Chiva is an interesting character, a full-on Rudo. So uh, it's going to be a very interesting match between uh, two guys who just flat out just do not like each other. But, uh, I'm going to take uh, off the, the scroll for now just so people can see the full banners. Yeah, there you go. And uh, yeah, and a shout out to Ruben Steele over at uh, – and he was, uh, he was originally supposed to be a part of our show. Unfortunately, he got hurt. Um, but these are uh, – but Jesus is definitely one of his uh, proudest subjects over there at the Heavy Metal Pro Wrestling School. Um, so big shout out to them. They've been uh, him and Dylan Dylan Dunbar over there at uh, Heavy Metal have been such great great companions to be a part of this. Um, and we'll get to, and we'll shout them out later too because one of their titles will actually be on the line as well. Awesome. Well, let's get into the next match. Certainly. Let's see. Uh, so this was a uh, this what happened by complete accident. Um, so Sadika was originally supposed to. So it's Sadika. T. Ray, Johnny Badgate, and Jeff Gant. Uh, some people may not know a lot of these people because they are very Texas-based. Um, but this idea kind of came about. Uh, we just kind of wanted to make um, kind of like we wanted these guys on the show, but we couldn't really figure out anything to do with them. Um, but we liked their talent. But we thought they were very talented. Um, so we originally thought of singles matches, and then Sadika was supposed to be in a match with Kimberly. She uh, called off. Uh, because of her commitments to an impact. And so we just kind of plugged them all in here, and we decided to call it the Crown Battle Royale. Um, and it's going to be, if you remember the old Final Four rule, the old Final Four match back in, I think it was 1997. Um, so it's going to be like that, a four-man Battle Royal, and the winner is going to receive that lovely bottle of Crown that you see there in the middle. So high stakes in this one. Love it. Nice. Listen, whoever wins that is going to have have a good night. Exactly, exactly. That's uh, that's probably better than the payday itself. Yeah. Aaron Mercer and Sam Beal. Boy, this is a match I'm very, very excited for. Two hard hitter, Aaron Mercer. I thought maybe- I thought you swooped up Daniel Bryan for a second there. I, I was like, look, look at this. Look at look at look at uh, Russell Rave getting Daniel Bryan off the free agency. <laughs> uh, no, it's not Daniel Bryan. I uh, it is Aaron Mercer though. Aaron Mercer is one of the unsung heroes, in my opinion, of the Texas Independence scene. The guy never has a bad match. Hard hitter. He is a I would like to call him a uh, a utility player. Really can do just about anything. Um, he is a good brawler, a good technical wrestler, and has dabbled in death matches. In fact, he's going to be working uh, ICW here in our No Holds Barred. Um, he's going to be fighting for that title, and then the next day he's going to be, and then the next week he's going to be fighting Sam Beal from Impact. So nice, he's versatile. And of course, Sam Beal. Uh, if you've watched Impact Wrestling, um, you kind of seen Sam Beal around uh, with Brian Myers being entertaining as he is, and you know he's really coming up and on the scene and really making a name for himself, and uh, really proud to have him on board. Um, he's actually coming in with his fiance over the first time in texas so we're excited real excited for this matchup here perfect all right our next one here mysterious q and low rider uh this is actually for for texas people this is actually a dream match in a way because mysterious q uh we were talking earlier about booker t's reality wrestling but mysterious q is one of the uh 
one of the the finest students that ever came out of reality of wrestling. Um, big guy, about six five, two sixty. Um, he's a big, big dude who can flip, who can uh, pretty much have a good match with anyone. He's had classic matches with AJ Gray, Calvin Tankman. Um, I mean, countless others. Um, and Lowrider, uh, of course, uh, from Me- um, Mexican Luchador, um, is over in the Houston area a ton. Also, co-owner of the uh, local wrestling over here in Houston as well. And uh, this is kind of both Houston-based wrestlers who have never been in the ring with each other, and they have been. Then this isn't like they're younger guys either. They have been. These are veterans of the business, and somehow have never. Uh, had a match with each other so so, so possibly this is going to steal the match of the night title here uh very possible um very possible it could steal match of the night um it depends on uh i they're really gonna have to bring it in my opinion with the uh, with the rest of the card i really do think for our first show it may not it may not have like the uh the, you know like the super indies where you see like all the giant names and you know like past wwe guys being all over the place but as far as like an in-ring card, I think our card can stand up honestly with a lot of, a lot of promotions uh, at least, and can hold up to a lot of promotions that kind of uh, stand the way in Houston. Absolutely. Now listen, for someone, someone like me who who really, I mean, I, I I can catch a little bit of this on IWTV, but like for the most part, like we kind of only really know the east, the the are the, the the not the like the east, the northeast coast uh, wrestlers. You know, we have our our big names that that you probably never heard of, but to us, they're 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 kings out, kings and queens out here. Uh, so it is it is cool to really now that your show's k- kicking off, we can kind of and you're you're putting over all these other great promotions and telling us about all this great Texas wrestling that is on IWTV. You've definitely spe- um, sparked my interest to go look at some stuff. So uh, let's get on to w- another match here. Uh, so you you were just saying your kings and you had your kings and queens over there in Pennsylvania. Rachel Rose is literally the queen of Houston. I mean, she is uh, really another Booker T student, uh, very mm-hmm. talented. Uh, you may have seen her on AEW Dark. She's done a couple of shots over there. Um, very 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 talented woman, um, but she is uh, one of our. Uh, she'll probably be in our co-main event spot. Uh, she's going against, of course, Nevea. I'm sure y'all in the Northeast are very well aware of who Nevea is. Um, indie vet for so many years. And, oh, of course, just recently in Impact Wrestling. Um, but, yeah, Nevea is a sweetheart. Rachel Rose is a sweetheart. Um, but these two do not like each other. So <laughs> it's going to be interesting. I mean, they have been beefing pretty hardcore on Twitter and beefing on social media. Um, so this is going to be this going to be a nice little fight here. And obviously going to be one of Rachel Rose's uh, toughest challengers to come uh, unseat her throne in Houston. Yeah. Uh, her promo picture kind of looks like she has like a little bit of a female AJ Styles thing going on with the hood up. And the, I like it. I kind of thought it reminded me of um, Layla Hirsch a little bit. Okay. Well, she does go by the she nominal one. So then maybe there you go. It. See, I know. Oh, well, there it is. I nailed I it. I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And uh, th- I'm going to pull this match graphic up, but I'm sure there's a little, you got something to talk about here. Yes, this is actually going to be our oh. first main event. Uh, this is a uh, another first time matchup, Fuego del Sol. As a lot of a lot of listeners probably know, uh, pretty much Mister AEW Dark. Um, it shows up on AEW almost on a regular basis at this point. Um, yeah, we're really excited to get him. He works the Texas indie scene uh, a ton. 
here, and it's pretty much a regular, so we're very happy to have him. And Chris Carter, um, all you have to do is watch one match of his, and you will never forget him. He is going to be the uh, – he is a rising star, and he is on his way to bear in the bigger and brighter stages. Um, I'm sure of it, but um, you just got to kind of – you're just going to have to watch this match. I mean, that's – the match itself, if you're in the Texas area, sells itself. And if you're out there and want to check it out, um, this match will definitely be uh, – we're putting it on last for a reason. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> yeah. And then this is uh, this is the one that every card needs. You need that one subject to change. Uh, you need that one where sometimes it's uh, supposed to be a match and it doesn't become a match, and then you, ha- you make it an open challenge. And then that's where the speculation kicks in. That's where the fans say, what if? That's where the fans say, all these names are out there. What if the person shows up? Because the best thing about independent wrestling is that anything can happen at any time. Promoters go out and do all this really fun stuff and all these really cool names show up at shows. Um, I was at a show one recently at uh, in Hazleton where Ace Austin was there, and then Toa Maivia showed up, and H.C. Loke was there. So you never know who's going to come unannounced. Uh, not saying I'm not trying to overhype it, but that's the beautiful thing about professional wrestling, especially in the indie scene. So now here you have Casanova Valentine in a Texas Open Challenge match. Yeah, so Casanova Valentine. Hell yeah! A big Sorry, shout out. A big sh- <laughs> now. Now you're good, uh, but yeah, hell yeah! Because um, Casanova Valentine actually was the first guy we officially booked um, ever, so he has that prestige honor. Uh, he has just been an overbearing help, and I'm not, and I don't mean overbearing in a in a bad way. He has just mm-hmm. been like way, like way too nice to the point. Like I was curious of like this guy's really being nice to me for a reason. And then I just got to meet him. And this guy is just the biggest cuddly teddy bear there is. That being said, he is not going to be a cuddly teddy bear to whoever answers his open challenge. Um, That being said, it is a death match. It is for the heavy metal bare knuckles championship, which uh, is a death match title. And uh, yeah. So uh, anyone brave or stupid enough to take this challenge, um, is it, he is a local guy, so this is Texas, Texas based. Uh, he wants to prove himself um, to to our state as a New Yorker. A lot of New Yorkers don't like Texans for whatever reason. Can't figure that one out. Um, but yeah, he just wants to come in and prove prove himself. And uh, whoever answers this open challenge is uh, he's they're in for a fight. Yeah, well, that's that's pretty much the card I had. Did I miss miss any matches or anything? Uh, we do. Um, yeah, I have not uploaded this one yet, but uh, we have the Russell Vlogs title, which they are a nice little uh, vlog site, and they actually have their own title belt. Nice. Uh, that's that's a goal the- for the podcast. When once I pay off this camera, I want to get a set of tag team titles made and have them as the Tornado Tag Tag Team Championships, and well, they have to de- they have to do be, be defended in Tornado Tag rules. And I want them to travel all over the place. Whoever wins them, I don't even want them back. You just you just pass them on to the next person who wins. You book your own match. You book every. I don't even want involvement in it. Just go out there and fucking go to town. I don't want any, I, I I love when wrestlers have their own creative freedom. If somebody wants to be champions for thirteen years, they can be champion for thirteen years. If they want to <laughs> drop them to somebody, but I just kind of want to put them out in the world and see where they end up. Could you imagine yeah. that, Alex? Like my titles end up in like the UK one day. <laughs> like you just give nobody like no just like yo, here's a set of titles I paid a lot of money for. Just <laughs> go defend them, win them, to lose them, whatever you want. They're up to you. 
pass on that torch. If you feel, because I'm going to put them on a set of tie, like the first time ever, I want to put them on a set of people who I feel deserve tag team championships at that point in time. And then I want whoever wins those titles to feel the same way about a, f- a future team to then pass them on to them. That's how I, and, I, and then from there, they're out of my control and wherever they end up, they end up. That's, I mean, it's just insane. Hopefully it sounds so model. stupid. Like you're just going to throw out money and just let these titles go around. But dude, I, that's well, I mean, if it, if it has like a, like a stipulation to it, you know, like on the backside of the title, if you win this title, you must, uh, contact so-and-so yeah and like post this on social media <laughs> use this tag yeah i, I i'm cool. i'm all about the honor system and that's kind of what i want to do i just want to get a set i want to purchase for probably a good set of money titles and just put them out in the universe and see what happens yeah. <laughs> and if they go nowhere then they go nowhere and if they do that's awesome too but uh, it's like a t-shirt like buying a t-shirt except way more expensive uh i'm sorry go your 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 match <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> Oh, yeah. So it was the Russell Vlogs at Russell Vlogs if you want to follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also been really big help. Uh, so they are having their title being defended. Uh, Principal Celestia, a luchador, uh, defending the title against ASF. Um, some of you all might have recognized that name because he just worked at GCW over last weekend. Very, very talented guy. Um, so that's going to be a nice little match uh, to add on to the card. And we're, we're really excited for... And I think uh, – and one more match that we just booked uh, was Justin Tyler versus Cole Carter. Uh, Cole Carter is another AEW dark guy. And Justin Tyler is a good little up-and-comer here in Houston as well. So I believe that's rounded up the card. I don't believe I'm missing anything else. And if I am, I'm sorry. You're still a big part of our show. <laughs> well, it will happen in Houston, Texas at the Premier Arena, 7122 Avenue B, August 21st. You can get your tickets at Eventbrite. Let me put that banner back up so people can see it. Um, Eventbrite. And the links will be below so you can go to that that uh, a page. You can follow them on social media. Uh, all I know is Twitter at the moment, but I'm sure you're at um, uh, Facebook and other places as well. Absolutely. Facebook, Instagram, just type in Russell Ray and you'll find us. Awesome. One of the questions I did have was some of your favorite promotions out there, but I think you nailed a lot of them in the Texas area, um, which is awesome. If you can fantasy book one big name, who would it be? Oh boy. Like any name, any name. Oh, uh, let, let's, let's, let's do this. A name that is, is uh, someone who's actually able to show up at your event. Obviously, like, like Rand, WWE's not letting Randy Orton come there. I know oh, that's your favorite, but like someone who's actually obtainable or someone on the indie scene that maybe you've watched on IWTV that you've you've seen. You're like, man, I'm a huge fan of their work, but they don't really work in Texas that much. Who would who would that person be? Oh, uh, there's a. I mean, there's a ton. I mean, there's too many to really. You can throw say. a few out. I'll throw a few out there. I mean, I don't know if he does take bookings, but since I know Impact does let people take bookings, if I could have like anyone off that roster, Eddie Edwards comes off first on my mind. Nice. I mean, him, oh, yeah. Sammy Callahan would be another one. I would just absolutely love to just. But we know who the real superstar of, of Impact Wrestling is, right? And that would be. Ace motherfucking <laughs> Austin. He is the, I, that is the guy. AEW. Ace Austin is a great is a great talent. He just showed up in June over here at, at this arena. Actually, he's unbelievable. Impact. I love you to death, but you're fucking up. You have the possible youngest champion in your company history to win your heavyweight title, and it's and and he's a homegrown talent. You picked him off the indies. You built him up. You gave him X division twice. He should be the one to the throne. Kenny Omega. Are you kidding me? Do it. 
that's what needs to happen. And I'm not just saying that because I called his match a couple weeks ago. But I, I, I've been a, say, you, I think you're, I think you're a little uh, uh, too dude, high I, about this. You are, you are a witness. I've been a fan of Ace Austin before, even before I did commentary on that match. Huge fan of Ace Austin. Uh, another one I would love to bring in would be Ruby Soho. I've been oh, you're speaking my language. Uh, Whatever promotion books her in my area that I can drive to, I'm fucking there. She's my favorite. She is amazing talent. So underutilized. I know broken record at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she, I just think the world of her. Um, another, I would love to bring in some Japanese talent if at all possible. I don't even care at this point. Just oh, yeah. I just want to fly someone in from Japan just because I could say, cool, we're flying in someone from Japan. Nice. Because that's what, one thing we do want to do at some point is do a deathmatch tournament at some point. Um, and I would love to make it international, you know, bring in a guy from Mexico, which isn't too hard being in Texas, um, bring in a guy from Japan, you know, even Canada. I mean, I, I want to make it international. Um, and as silly as it might seem, um, just because I'm a die, um, an old school kid, um or old school 2006 but um you made me feel so old when you say you're like uh i graduated high school in 05 (laughs) yeah i graduated high school in 14 so yeah yeah but uh honestly just because i was a big fan of his kid as a kid and i've never met him one time before would be carlito I would love to bring carlito okay sam i'm still i'd like to book that him and epico and primo yeah, Good I time. would. Yeah, I would just love to bring in Carlito. I would want to bring him, and especially seeing him in the Rumble and seeing that how great shape he was in. I fantastic was like, shape. yeah, he's doing really fantastic. Yeah, and I just thought, you know what? I'm just gonna put him in with like the biggest like indie superstar I could find, and just have like just like because that's kind of the whole thing I want to do is like, you know, we've seen like the matches that everyone has seen before. I want matches that are like, huh. Never thought that would be a match. Mm-hmm. Like, just something that would just be intriguing to me. Like, just something that I don't know. Like, yeah. Just, like, have, like, just the weirdest little matches. And sometimes they'll be great. I mean, in some case, I mean, I'm going to, I'll actually spoil it right here on this show for a big surprise we're going to have. Here we go. Um, we're actually going to have uh, Dustin Thomas, if you remember who he is. Um, he is the uh, wrestler. He's the no legs. No legs. We're, we're gonna fly in. We're gonna fly in. No legs to come in. Our our um, buddy made no legs famous. That's right, Tony Deppin. Tony Deppin. Uh, okay, well now, okay now you've got to go with the. That's another guy we just absolutely love to work with. Is Tony Deppin. Yeah, I watch that guy. And I'm just. Like, I drink at his brewery about two days a week, <laughs> or at least try to. Yeah, I just I just love every single ounce of his work. Just can't have a bad match with anybody. No, he's that's, amazing. He is amazing. He's right Absolutely. out. He's right out of our backyard. That's like that's like local talent to us. Yeah, yeah. I know he's a Philly guy. Yeah, I remember he's a Philly guy. So he's he's a school wow. county boy. That's that's way further than Philly. He's he's a he just says Philly because it's a bigger town. But that's a coal region boy right there. Okay, okay. We'll <laughs> when people when people say like I'm from Mount Carmel or Schuylkill Haven, no one knows those towns. So we just say we're from Philly or Harrisburg. <laughs> that's easier. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no idea on that one. Yeah. Well, actually, you don't even have this because you don't get it in Texas yet, but Yingling Beer. No. Yingling Beer is actually America's oldest brewery that's that's brewed in Pennsylvania. It's it's the oldest brewery in America. It's actually older than Budweiser. Um, 
And that's that's kind of where we're from, just to put us on the map a little bit. Cool. Um, but yeah. anything else you want to plug that we missed for this show? I mean, just follow us on Russell Rave. Uh, even if you don't buy a ticket, give us a shout out. Just say hi. Uh, we're for the fans, by the fans. As cliche as that sounds, it's honest to God truth. Um, we love professional wrestling, and uh, you know we've sold a few tickets here and there, and uh, we just want to get our word out. And uh, and again, if you even have match suggestions or just like people you want us to bring in, you know we'll look at them and we'll try to talk. To, I mean, I want to be as accessible as humanly possible. So go ahead, follow our socials, follow us anywhere, and uh, yeah, and. I don't, I don't think there's anything else. I love it, man. Well, thank you so much for reaching out to us and talking to us. How, how exactly, just in my, if, you're, if you don't remember, it's cool. You're not going to offend me. Uh, how did you actually find us on social media? Uh, I was probably just scrolling around Twitter, and I think your name just popped up. And I was like, you know what? Uh, again, back to the uh, just ask, and the worst thing they can say is no. I was like, oh, wrestling podcast. Maybe they'll be interested in sponsoring. So I was like. Yeah. Hey, hey, sponsor us. And then when you said no, I was like, okay, well, well let's figure out another way. I, I, I do apologize. I could not monetizely f- sponsor you, just like I said. Well, now, well, now you're, well, now you're, uh, now you're on camera saying that you you're gonna support us next time. Though. I will. Yes. Once I once I get my my camera paid off, like I said, because not only do we do the podcast, but my my a lot of the equipment that we use that goes on the road literally goes to help film Leapfrog and goes to help perform a lot of different wrestling companies. So, and and a lot of times it's just like I'm not even there. I'm just like I kind of start the camera and just let it see what happens, but. Uh, I, I, I want to get at least one more camera. So if something happens, we have a two roving cam. I, I like to we, we like to do a three cam system. So we have two rovers and one hard cam, and and uh, we have the rovers locked down, but that hard cam is a little tricky. So we're trying to get enough camera money for that ca- hard cam. Um, but yeah. So once I get that taken care of, I will 100% throw some bucks at you to sponsor. But if I can't, I wanted to give you time on our airwaves, even though we probably oh, no can't worries, sell Mom. tickets for you, but we can definitely get you the word out that your company Oh, exists. no worries, Mom. I'm just giving you shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. Um, yeah, I'll definitely uh, pop over to your social media and share that. Uh, it sounds like a blast, man. Very excited. Do you have any merch yet? Like, can we get Russell Rave t-shirts? Uh, we actually do have a vintage shirt over at our Big Cartel. It's just WrestleRave.BigCartel.com. Cool, cool. Uh, we have our uh, limited edition uh, Russell Rave uh, emergency T-shirt. It's in the styling of an old ECW style T-shirt. I so. will. I, I have a T-shirt problem, and I will definitely pick up a T-shirt to show support, man. Thank you so much. That's kind of the main reason why we made a T-shirt. So we realize there's a lot of people that have T-shirt problems. And yeah, uh, shout out. <laughs> I'm one of them. And shout out to uh, 2800 Studios for uh, for making the design of the shirt as well. Awesome. Well. Nick, it was absolutely a, ble- a pleasure to have you on. Uh, Alex, do you want to do you want to get anything over before we get out of here? Nah, man, it's not about me. But <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just the only thing we besides WrestleWave, I, I um actually I have one last question, and we'll kind of sum it up this way because we are we're not technically part of, but we affiliate and we have worked with in the past. Or, uh, me officially now um, this weekend, uh, IWTV. It's a great service. And it doesn't matter where in the country you are. You can be West Coast, East Coast, Central, Mountain Time, Egypt, anywhere. IWTV, if you're an independent wrestling fan, is the absolute go-to place, the best bang for your money. Um, I know Fight TV is amazing, but yet, and, and paying for every event is amazing. But it's like Netflix, man. You pay for that one subscription, and you have promotions all over the country, and you can't beat it. So IWTV. So if you're on IWTV, what are some promotions that you're like, man, I hope they upload something soon, or they're your go-to? 
Oh, you're asking. Oh, sorry. Yep. I was, yeah, I didn't know who you were asking. Yeah, Nick. Yeah, so actually, a uh, nice story. Uh, I always like watching the Game Changer shows that were on there. Uh, that's how I really found out about Game Changer was through there. Um, uh, no Peace Underground have actually started. Ooh, that we just bought a t-shirt. That goddamn Effie sold me. I, 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 I hate Deathmatch. I don't, I don't, let me stop. I don't hate Deathmatch, but I get super concerned with Deathmatch because I don't want them sure. to get hurt. But my God, that logo speaks to me and Fear the Gay Agenda show was unbelievable. Yeah, I'm, so still, I'm, holding, off. I'm holding off to watch that show whenever the uh, whenever next June hits for uh, for Gay Pride. Just kind of wanted to hold off on that show. Don't um, don't hold off. Just watch it. It's so good. Paul uh, and Effie are amazing. Uh, yeah, speaking of guys who I would love to work with, uh, but Effie is honestly reasonable. I would absolutely love to work with Effie. He is the he's coolest. The he's oh. the fucking king. He is amazing. Reasonable, and I would I would say definitely for reach out, reach out. Oh, I, oh yeah, we already have. We're kind of work, we're kind of working on something. We're we're. I wasn't fortunate enough to be there to watch it live. I got to watch it. I watch like all right. So I've been secretly in love with Lee Frog since the beginning because of Alex here, um, and I I was not able to go and offer services to be there since the beginning. So I'm not not an original, but uh, after Love Frog, I pretty much told Alex. I said I don't care what I have to do if I have to pick up trash. Just get me to camp. <laughs> I said, I need to be a part of this. And the huge reason is because watching Edith Surreal and Effie just kill each other. <laughs> it's just simple as that. That whole show was unbelievable. And uh, yeah, but Effie is, he's hes hands down one of my favorite independent people in the world right now. Yes, yeah, so I actually, I, I got to dig out my wrestling is gay shirt here in a minute. That's usually what my. I just ordered one too. They go quick. Sure. If you don't get it within yeah. the first 15 minutes, they're gone. Yes, they are. They are rare to get. Um, a nice Effie plug for you, buddy. Um, but yeah, he's great. Uh, I think my brother has his uh, his uh, weed tray too. So yeah, um, I just got. I bought the No Peace Underground because of him. I bought the Wrestling Is Gay shirt, and then I went and bought the God Tried Effie Lived shirt that he wore at No Peace Underground. I was like, I fucking love this nice. guy. Oh, he's great. He's great. Um, but yeah, we're actually going to be over at, and it's going to be a nice plug for them too, since we are going to be working with them in some form or fashion. Um, ICW No Holds Barred, they're actually going to be doing their, uh, they're going to be doing a doubleheader over in San Antonio. Uh, we're actually going to have a table over there with a nice little prize wheel. So hopefully we can get some prizes and whatnot. Um, but yeah, No Peace is also going to be run in San Antonio as well uh, that weekend, actually this weekend. Um, so I'm very looking forward to that. They actually, I don't know if you saw, but ICW got the one of the Headhunters and Nightmare Freddy, who are apparently like big Japanese deathmatch stars. So that's yeah. kind of have you reached Have you reached out to IWTV to get your promotion on there? Uh, I did reach out to them, but it's kind of hard to kind of get. Uh, I mean, they didn't respond, but uh, yeah. I can understand. I can understand why they would be kind of hesitant to. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's hesitation at all. I think it's because they are. I'm just going to be honest. They're they're not a big team. They're it's a small team of people who are just very, very passionate simple. about the business, and they're it's it's they're not big. Like and and I don't mean that in a negative connotation. connotation. Um, they keep things tight to the chest, and it's not so much that they're hesitant to not bring somebody new in. I think it's just because they get hit up so 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 often. That and think, yeah, that's what I thought immediately. It's like oh, yeah, they probably don't give up though. Them. Seriously, don't give up because they're no, once you get involved, they're great fucking people. Yeah, I mean, I know there's a portal, uh, I think, on their website to like apply to get on. Um, It it might be helpful to put that first show out there before, yeah, you know, so that they know to, oh, I'm going to look for these people. They have a thing. 
it, it is risky to take a risk on on a new company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, I mean, to them, I mean, it could just be like one show and done. I mean, I understand that fully. Yeah. Um, we do have dates already locked up in Houston, uh, September 11th and nice. October 23rd. Uh, September 11th will be our Love You Blue show. So for uh, you know, we're in Houston, so Love You Blue. Since you're a football fan, you probably like that. Um, I'm, and cool then, the Texans. I'm cool with the Texans. I'm cool with the Texans. Well, that's more Oilers, but yes. Yeah. I, listen, um, Oilers had one of the greatest logos of all time. They need to bring it back. They did. I, we always wanted to do a show with powder blue as the color. So I love it. Well, if that, shirt gets, if that shirt goes out, I'm buying that one too. Yeah, we're working on that one probably. And then October 23rd will be a ghoul's night out. So we're very much mm. looking forward to that. I like right. Halloween shows. Oh, who doesn't? Who doesn't? And uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun time. Uh, we want to try to make all of our shows gimmicky, uh, just fun. Absolutely. Just not make it like. And no offense, and I'm not like bashing anyone, but we don't want to make it like every other wrestling promotion. Yeah, I mean, listen, not- we're part of Camp Leapfrog. I mean, <laughs> the only other, <laughs> we're we're kind of in our own little boat. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I need to watch more. I need to watch more of y'all over at Camp Leapfrog. I just have the one experience of watching the fight forever, uh, where I stayed oh, up yeah. at six in the morning or whatever it was, and just yeah. watched. The fact oh, that you even that, remember Camp of- Leapfrog and you watch that much wrestling means a lot. No, yeah. like, I remember a lot, of, a lot of people were introduced to us via the Cybernetico at, at, at Forever, and that means a lot because we one match put us over with a lot of people. No, yeah, I mean, it was called Camp Leapfrog. How could it not make an impression? So there you go. <laughs> it, it's I, pro wrestling meets salute your shorts, and you can't go wrong. It really is. It's awesome. So yeah, you know what? I'll probably it, actually since uh, since uh, you know you were telling me about your IWTV events and y'all are Camp Leapfrog guys. Uh, what event should I go and watch on my free time? Like, what is the best? I, what is the best best? That's an interesting question. I'll let you what go first. It, no, no, I'll let you go first. I say start from the beginning. It's it's because because so, there's not many shows. There's only like there's like ten or eleven shows, but they yeah. they do have a continuity to them. Um, because, you can jump in at any point. There you is char- yeah, you can jump in any point, but you you will yeah. miss character development if you just jump in any time. So, so like Killian and the Goons, like watching the first two shows and kind of understanding their hijinks and their dynamic leads you to like right now where there's like a power struggle within the group. And uh, it, it actually goes from being like they're comical guys and now they're in this really dramatic situation. And to really like feel that, yeah, you'd want to watch it from the beginning. But uh, if you want to jump in, over, yeah, if you want to jump in and you're a huge Effie fan, start at Love Frog. Frog. I was going to say the same thing. Love Frog. Sounds like a plan. He, Effie's the main event against Edith Surreal at the time, uh, uh, Still Life in April. Uh, I, I don't even yeah. remember her, the old name because I, I was so still, hooked on it. Still, still life with apricots and pears. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, once that name died, it left my head. I'm an Edith Surreal fan. I was about to say, I was like, thank God she changed her name to Edith Surreal. So yeah. <laughs> I, I was very impressed with her when I first saw her still life. But I was like, that name is too long, girl. You got to change that. <laughs> I'm very I'm very fortunate that I got to do commentary with her. Um, and she's she's, she's an absolute fucking dream. And she's one, another one of those talents that's in the Effie category where she'll go out and just fucking do some crazy shit. You know what I mean? She's nuts. Her and Masha yeah. are in a huge storyline right now and, and, and Camp Leapfrog that's mm-hmm. must-see. 
Oh, I love Slam. Oh, I love. She shows up. She's oh, been sitting up here a lot. If you're if you're about Slamovich and Edith, uh, they have a great banger match. Frog Sport, uh, our, our Frog Sport show. <laughs> oh, that's great. And a Soviet unsanctioned Soviet death match in the snow. It's okay. pretty. It's insane. Yes, okay. that, that's yeah. all you need to know. And it just trust me, that's just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> yeah. And that whole fl- uh, frog sport is definitely a spoof of blood sport. It's MMA style rules, but we call them frog sport rules. And uh, the host of the show is Matt Mikowski, who is a former MMA star. Yes, um, I, I love Matt Mikowski. I love. And it's his, it's his show. It's Matt Mikowski presents presents frog sport. So we have a lot of cool things, man. We try to, every show is trying to we try to uh, highlight another independent star and make it their show. Like just recently over the weekend before I tv 100 uh it was abby jane's 21st birthday party oh nice i yeah. like that i like that a lot um i know one show we're really trying hard to do in november uh the chili con carnage which is half wrestling half chili cook-off show uh, oh being texas uh we sure like our chili so. it, the only thing that i have to ever request is being from pennsylvania and you're doing a chili show you have to have at least one spot in your show where you have a kevin moment from the office where he brings the big pot of chili in and spills it everywhere see if we were not a company on a budget i would consider that but that's a lot of chili that goes off the drain at that just point. just just yeah. fill it with sloppy joe and, go, and just say it's chili <laughs> that's, that's, a good, that's a good point i could fill it it's, up it's pro something. wrestling gimmick it <laughs> it'll be gimmick chili it'll be gimmick chili it's a work it's a work chili working chili yeah we never worked like dog food or anything right <laughs> be still, baby <laughs> Listen, Nick, it, it was an absolute pleasure. I am just talking to you alone. And, th- and this is what we try to do on the podcast. We try to make, we humanize the people in the business. Like everyone just sees people as the, you know, the star are, but you don't really talk to promoters. You don't talk to the behind the scenes people, but I think people listening to this interview are really going to resonate very well with you as a person and, and your dream and your passion and all that other great stuff we talked about. And, uh, I, I'm rooting for you, man. I appreciate that a lot. And yeah, I've, I, even if you can't make even if you can't make the show, a retweet or a like, I mean, it means the world to us. Yeah, it's interesting us, introducing us to a new audience, and who knows, maybe it will go out in the long way. And if, who knows, you know, we ever cross paths, or who knows, we do a Pennsylvania show. God forbid that gets to that point. Why we would do yeah. a Pennsylvania show, but like, maybe like the wave scene if, is real, baby. Yeah, if if <laughs> Leapfrog ever makes it to Texas, we'll definitely be calling. There you go. That's there right. you go. I would love a collab show one day. Yeah, that actually would be cool. Ray Frog, Ray Frog. Yeah. yeah oh my fun. God. We have enough. To, we have enough campers that are in the the rave scene that we'll have some fun with it. Uh, it'd be like CC Boost show right there. Oh my God. CC Boost presents Ray Frog. There it is. No, it writes great. itself. Uh, Nick, thank you so much. We're gonna get out of here. Uh, do not close out of this because once the music plays and this ends for everyone to watch, I want to uh, properly say goodbye to you. But thank you guys so much for tuning in to Nano Tech Podcast. Please check the links below. Um, we will put on his the, the social media. We'll put on the merch so you can buy that awesome T-shirt. Even if you can't go to the show, support. Uh, like he said, if you can go on there and on, online and and maybe do a retweet, maybe retweet and say, hey, we want to see this show on IWTV, and maybe tag them in it to kind of spark some 
some interest, you know. Um, it definitely helps out. So definitely get them over. WrestleWave in, in Houston, Texas. Um, the Texas scene is blowing up, and, and we've talked about so many great promotions that you can watch, can watch on IWTV to maybe get your interest prepared for some of this talent that's going to be on this show. And when it is filmed, we will follow up and put the link out there so you guys can watch it on whatever platform it is going to be on. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Alex, for joining me tonight. This is going to do it for Tornado Tag Podcast 116. We'll see you next time. Here's some Billy Trey. We're out of here. Thank you.